You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, hello again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, May the 11th, 2018, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this morning is the one and only Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, great to be here. A little better tone for things and lots of great things happening in the stock market, so lots to talk about. There is a lot to talk about, and it is Mother's Day weekend. Eric, have you uh, gotten any Mother's Day gifts for Mrs. Sprott yet? Well, that was taken care of last night, actually, so I'm way ahead of the pack here, man. That's outstanding. Yeah, I'm home, I'm home and cooled out. All right, well, here's the thing. You want to make mom the coolest mom in town, Sprott Money has the idea for you. Now, I don't know if you want to go this far uh, for all of our listeners, but, man, if you want to buy a one-ounce gold coin for mom, first you'll be giving yeah. her some real sound money. Uh, that would be the thing. But anyway, and we got quite the deal for you. For those who have been holding out to find that perfect gift, visit SprottMoney.com. You can buy a one-ounce gold pamp bar for just $17.99 U.S. dollars over spot. Those babies are going fast, as you might imagine. There are limited quantities available, so please take advantage of the special Mother's Day promotion today by visiting SprottMoney.com. We're calling 888-861-0775. Again, mom would love some gold. I know that. Uh, Eric, we all love ourselves some gold. Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, as we speak, gold's about thirteen twenty-five and up $10, kind of off the mat, bouncing off of some technical support. And silver's doing great. sixteen eighty-five up almost 2% this week. How do you feel? Well, I feel great. And as, by the way, speaking of gifts, I have the... Uh, the opportunity last night, I had a, a former director of Sprott was leaving, and I thought, well, what kind of gift can I give him? And, of course, I came up with some 10-ounce Sprott bars, silver bars, and uh, that uh, that one that always goes over very well, by the way, anytime. Uh, people love receiving precious metals, and I love nothing better than, for example, handing out silver coins and say, well, give these to your grandkids, you know, they'll just love them, so... Anyway, okay, gold and silver, yeah, it's been a spectacular week. It's spectacular mostly and not so much in the sense of the degree of the rise, but the fact that we continue down. So that's uh, uh, the bigger item for us. Mm-hmm. You know, can you lay some of that uh, at the cot structure, Eric? You know, we've already got uh, the, the large specs in silver are net short, and a lot of the, the gold cot is washed out. Do you think it just almost feels like everybody that's going to sell has already sold? Well, I, it, I think it's that. Like, mostly it's always about the cot, right? But there are things outside of cot, thank God. Um, you know, we have uh, lots of weak currencies. So, you know, if you're living in Iran or Venezuela or Zimbabwe or uh, Turkey, uh, uh, all these countries where the currencies are weak, obviously, if you had any brains whatsoever, you'd be buying gold. As, as part of your diversification against your local currency, uh, we saw great, great buying um, this month. I think there was something like 72 tons purchased into the ETFs in the month of April. Well, that's a lot of gold. I mean, we're almost talking about a tons a year just in the ET- if I annualize it, just in the ETFs. Well, the ETF can't buy a thousand tons a year, and there not be a shortage of gold or at least a sharp uh, price appreciation. So, those things have. Um, have made uh, and have helped the whole uh, process forward here. Uh, we have um, currency, well, for example, the UK currency, which got pounded when they didn't have that rate increase. Uh, you know, and then the, the Europeans have been strong supporters of the uh, of the gold price. So that's all worked together along with the cot uh, 
where the speculators are basically have no long positions. So uh, as it runs here, they're going to have to come in and buy their positions. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, you talk about gold demand. How about silver demand? I saw something earlier this week said India already is having silver demand surge versus last year. There, If you were to run rate out for the entire year, the amount of silver they imported just in January and February, you'd be talking something like 6,000 metric tons. Eric, that's almost like 25% of global supply. Yeah, it's a, those are huge numbers. I'm always shocked when you know somebody's uh, importation goes up by you know, 40 or 50% in a, in a tight market, and you always wonder, how the, how the hang did that happen? And, of course, uh, we can't. We we don't really get very good statistics when when we have to look at the COMEX data and all these transactions where the theoretical physical settlement go, goes goes off into never never land somewhere. Um, but yeah, those are startling numbers. Uh, I think there was a law just enacted in California that all homes must have solar panels now, something like that. So that's got to help the silver demand. Um, and I think just generally the the sort of economic and political uncertainty that's uh, flying around all around the world would cause more and more people to go there. So, yeah, the, the caught position has improved dramatically, and it's in a bullish position. Hey, and let me ask you about this. This this kind of flew under the radar a couple of days ago too. A note from Goldman, and I know you and I and probably most everybody listening doesn't really hold Goldman Sachs in high regard, but institutional investors around the world certainly do. And Goldman put out a note saying they expect commodities to outperform equities this year. Boy, I, I tell you what, if uh, if the institutions around the world start searching for commodity plays and mining sector plays, that could really start to pump things up, couldn't it? Well, it would take nothing, right? I mean, these the stocks are so sold out, the commodities kind of sold out. Uh, you try to get, I mean, it's such a small market. It's like uh, one half of 1% of all the money in the world, if not less. So if anybody decided they, they wanted to move in on something, um, they're not going to get in. I mean, the prices just have to go up a lot. That's right. And there's there's more. There's going to be a lot more demand than there is supply. And I think that's something that works in our favor going forward. And like I said, if Goldman starts uh, touting commodities to their clients, uh, things could get exciting pretty quick. You know, and the shares have looked pretty good this week. There are a number of silver miners that have had a great week. And uh, I think uh, you've probably got some thoughts on that, too. Well, we've had a good week, you know, as the chairman of Kirkland. Uh, it hit a new high, a couple of new highs this week. Uh, I found it very interesting, um, uh, and this is not investment advice, but uh, Kirkland Lake Gold somehow, somehow made it to the Investor's Business Daily Top 50 Stocks. Wow. Listed in North America. It's number 47. Uh, and I'm sure it was just basically on the strength of the first quarter where the earnings tripled. Um uh, but I presume other things, you know, technical things and other fundamental things. So uh, it's good to see that, that stocks can go up like that and react like that and sort of sustain themselves. So hopefully, um, you know, what happened to Kirkland could happen to others here if we, uh, if we get the, uh, the gold price going up. Kirkland, Kirkland did make an announcement, toward, uh, I guess, overnight that uh, the company bought 4 million shares of Novo, from a company called Artemis in uh, Australia. And that took us to just under 20% of the company. And it's more of a statement about Novo, quite frankly, than it is about Kirkland and uh, our sort of hope that what uh, Quentin Henning hopes to find down in Australia kind of manifests itself. And we might all find out a couple of years from now that uh, this was a really uh, 
opportunity. It's a rather interesting time down in Australia, and with gold supply certainly seeming to fall off and get tighter uh, as we move forward with each passing year, anything that can come out of the Pilbara region would uh, really be exciting. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of articles about that recently, as you would have seen, uh, talking about supply and the fact that there are hardly any discoveries. I think we discover something like uh, 20 million ounces a year, and we consume, of course, 80 million ounces a year. Well, you can't keep doing that, you know. Uh, it's, and we've seen that before. I think early in the 2000s, uh, we were consuming 80 and finding 20, and, of course, the price went from 265 to 1900. I'm not suggesting it'll do that this time, but we have the same kind of fundamental uh, differences here between the finding rate and the consuming rate. So sooner or later... One of them is going to catch up with the other, and we know which way that would uh, drive the price. Hey, I have one other question that was sent to us uh, by one of the listeners that listens to us on a regular basis about a company called Pacton Gold. They said maybe there is some interest from you in a company like that. Is there anything you can tell us there? Well, they're down. They're, they're a Canadian company, Canadian-listed company run by some uh, fellows I know uh, that have decided they would try to buy some properties down in the Pilbara. And uh, so far, I think they got 1,400 square kilometers, which probably by our standards is huge. By Australian standards, it's, um, it's not that unusual. It's such a gigantic uh, area that uh, we're dealing with here. And um, hopefully, you know, if the gold endowment is, is somewhat universal across the Pilbara or even in certain places, uh, it could get quite exciting. So I think I ended up buying... Uh, uh, something like 10% of the stock uh, undiluted, maybe 20% fully diluted, um, and on the hopes that uh, the theory works, that Quinton's right, that uh, we have uh, quite a large area of gold um, endowment in, in the Pilbara area. So uh, it's a very small company, uh, and, and I'm not advising anyone to buy it. it just For me, it's like a punt where if it if the whole theory works and you can almost own anything down there, and I do own other companies down there besides Novo, so it's just a little little more diversification, a little more participation in the play that, that I'm um, having affected. And just out of curiosity, Eric, one last question. You know, we, we all sit here and watch the prices every day. What do you watch? Uh, what are you more concerned with in the world? Are you watching economic statistics? you watching interest rates? you watching geopolitical stuff? What, what's on your plate? Well, of course, I guess it, probably the biggest thing for us gold investors is how do people react to the financial conditions, okay? So, for example, what is the market going to do as the Fed literally tightens? Housing is going to go down. Car sales are going to go down. Uh, it's getting tougher for the average uh, American or just middle-class citizen, let's just put it that way, in the world. We see weakness in, uh, in Europe now that was kind, kind of unexpected. Uh, I, I'm reading about Obamacare premiums that in uh, the two states with the, where it's been announced so far, one, in one state they're raising it 64%, another one 98 Like, who, who can afford this stuff? I mean, it's just incredible. We say there's no inflation. I mean, that 60% rise, if you already spent 17% of your salary on, uh, on health care, that would uh, be an increase in, uh, in, your, in your inflation index of 6% for the year. Right there. Yeah. So uh, I am, I'm more concerned about the, the malaise that can happen, and all of a sudden the, the market starts getting concerned about, um, about where the economy is really going. And I found it very, very instructive that the U.K. Uh, passed on raising rates. 
So there's a central bank saying, well, you know, if the if the numbers aren't looking that good, we're not raising. And it could be that that's ultimately what happens uh, in with the Fed. And, of course, that would take away one of the arguments for gold not going up. I mean, I don't believe the argument, but it's an argument that's made. You know, interest rates go up, gold doesn't go up. It's totally fallacious, but you get it in the, in the markets. And um, I think that that's why I, I sort of watch how's everything going along and how, how are people reacting to what the central banks are saying and doing things. And uh, I think that the Fed may, in fact, have to pause here somewhere along the line because it's not nearly as strong as, as we're all thinking it is. Okay, Eric. Well, it is definitely an interesting time to be alive. It's also a great time. It's always a great time to be adding to your physical stack. One last note from Sprott Money. Uh, we are also offering this week some Queen's Beast Bullion Coin Series coins. This is an inspiring lineup of heraldic beasts from the Royal Mint, and it celebrates the British monarchy. Heck, we got that wedding coming up in a week. It also offers a range of gold and silver bullion coins. You want to check these out, again, just visit SprottMoney.com, or you can call 888-861-0775 for all your bullion and storage needs. Eric, it has been an interesting week. Let's hope that the trend continues next week and we have yep. more fun stuff to talk about. I will certainly look forward to it, Craig. All the best. All right. From all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thanks again for listening this week and have yourself a great weekend.